Egeres Etshuva, Perik Zayin. We're learning in this Perik about, again, what we learned about in Tanya, Perik Chavtes, which is the Inyan of Mevatshim, of breaking down the Gasas and the Gaiva of the Yetzirah and the Klipa that sees itself as independent from Hashem and therefore can go against the will of Hashem. And every person, in as much as they did a chait, and as much as they themselves went away from Hashem, the ability to do that comes from the hiding of Hashem's presence and from this gaiva of their Yetzirah that tells them that they're fine, they're they're independent, and they don't see the fact that they're every minute hanging on Hashem's presence, and they are just really, in their essence, a chedekal kamimal, and a person gets convinced by the Yetzirah. Therefore, the way to break down this Yetzirah is to show openly its lowness and the fact that it took us away so far from Hashem. And that will break down that gaiva, which will lead to a practical tshuva, meaning which will lead to being able to release the nefesh alakis that's held captive in the koyichara, and will be able to come back to Hashem again to return the hay the Tachtoina, the last hey of Hashem's name, back to attach it to Hashem's name, which is Tshuva Toshav Hey. So the system of breaking it down, we were learning about how a person should think about how his Nefesh Elikis, when it's under the influence of Chet, it is affected and is in that low place where it's hidden and dirtied by the Chatoim that it's doing. And therefore, like we learned, it's Hashpa. It means the Hashpa that comes to a person has to come if they're in that state, through all these filters of the Nevesha Bahamas and Oilam Haza and Klipa and Teva, and therefore it says, Bishoyim, Bechayim, Arkruyim, Mesim. Means Rishoyim, even when they're alive, they're as if they're dead. Meaning, Rishoyim are people who, are, who have all this hate, and in their lifetime, they're getting their life force through the filter of something that's called Mesim because they're getting it through the filter of plain oilam hazeh, which in its essence is not a live thing. Live, life, is something that's attached to Hashem. Anything that's detached from Hashem is, avoid is called zivchei mesim. All things that are detached from Hashem, that lack a real connection to an Hashem, are called mesim. So rishoyim b'chayeim kruyim mesim, meaning, means that rishoyim in their lifetime, they exist as if they are not alive, as if they are mesim, because their connection to Hashem is, so to speak, so hidden and filtered through this covering called Mesim. And the Tanya continues that even someone who didn't do a terrible achet, he didn't do an Avera of Karis or Misri De Shemayim, which would make a such a complete cut-off from Hashem that would cover Hashem's presence completely and this terrible Golas Hashem would be in its worst state, and he only did what we call small averis or regular averis. So even on that, the Tanya points out that it could be it could be a very very severe problem, for two reasons. First of all, because we learned that karis is means cut off and with the marshal of the rope chevel Yaakov chevel nachlasai that we are a rope that's kaviyachal tied to Hashem. Our nevesh kiss is still tied to Hashem. Even it came out of Hashem and it's still tied that way to Hashem. And that rope, the muscle of cutting that rope, was an Avera Chamura cuts the rope. 
And the Tanya said that even not an Avera Chamura cuts a strand of the rope. It's like a rope made out of 613 strands. So every strand is important. So if a person cuts off enough strands, even if they didn't make a complete cut by doing one huge Avera that cuts off the whole thing, so each strand cuts away a little, and, and enough of them will eventually make a, a real strong covering. And not only that, the Tanya says that even if it's a small Avera, and even if it's not many small Averas, but it's the same small Avera many, many times, it could also make a very large impact. And on that he brings the Pasuk that we say, Mechisi ke'ov pesho'echo, we say it in Slichus, Mechisi ke'ov pesho'echo, that Hashem should wipe away like a cloud our pesho'im. And then it says, Uke'onon chato'isecho. And like another word for cloud, our chato'im. Pesho'im is worse than chato'im. So it says, two the shyness of wiping away Averis like a cloud. And there's, of and onon. So the Tanya says that of is a huge Avera. Mechisi ke'ov, pesho'echa, means that Hashem will wipe away our big Averas like you push away a cloud. Uke'onon chateisecha, chateisecha is, like is, is a lighter lotion of chet than a pesha, so it's a lighter Avera, and it's only like an onon, and onon is a thin cloud. But says the Tanya that if you have, let's say, a window, that you're trying to shine light through. So if you have a thick cloud, so nothing comes in at all. But even if you have a thin cloud, if you have enough of that thin cloud piled on top of each other, means if you have a clouding of a source of light, and it's only a thin clouding, but it's layer upon layer upon layer, meaning the same Avera over and over and over again, it can create a real hefsik, it can create a real separation between the light that you're trying to shine and the place that you're trying to shine it into. And all of these machshavas are machshavas that a person should realize the severity of his chait and how far it pulled him from Hashem, and that will that will break down this gaiva of the Yitzhahara, and then in the next parak we'll learn how this is a this precedes asking Hashem for Mechilas oven from a place of real Shvirus Alev.